Welcome to Freedom Matters Today. I'm Michael J. Sutton, and this is episode 50 in our series, Freedom from Fear. Today, the one behind the one pulling the strings. Everyone loves a villain. These days, it's a Russian guy called Vladimir Putin. A few years ago, it was an American guy called Donald Trump. Other candidates in this group have included Hillary Clinton, George W. Bush, Dick Cheney, Donald Rumsfeld and Osama bin Laden. Despite the 20 years war in the Middle East, most people cannot honestly remember the name of any member of ISIS or Al-Qaeda aside from Osama. Can you? For the rest, most people will eventually forget these names. Some remain due to their notoriety, such as Adolf Hitler. Even the first fascist, Benito Mussolini, stands in his shadow. Few people outside of Spain remember Franco. And indeed, most people seem to think that the Nazi party were the only fascists in the world. Just listen to the Western media denying the existence of fascists in Ukraine. Throughout Europe, especially Eastern Europe, fascism remains as do the efforts to revise history and the complicity of many European nations in the genocide of the Jews and others in the Holocaust. We love the idea of a grand villain. We are addicted to politics. This is especially the case for those in the American Empire and its satellites such as Australia, Canada, New Zealand and so on. We love to talk about those in charge, the so-called puppet masters, the ones behind it all, the Bond villain types that pull the strings. The internet is always abuzz over the identity of these hidden secret figures. Even Christians, and maybe especially Christians in America, many are often obsessed with this search for the grand puppet master. Their version of the Antichrist is always one with a foreign accent. After Russia invaded the Ukraine, many popular American pastors and teachers began evoking the old, defunct and crazy theories from the Soviet Union days. Their basic argument in those days and today is that Russia is fulfilling its role in the prophecies of the Hebrew Bible concerning the state of Israel at the end of the world. For these crazies, America is God's holy nation, playing its role to defend Israel and fight against God's enemies. It's a classic example of American Christian nationalism, or fascism, as I call it. In the ancient world, the world of the Bible, around 2,000 years ago, people were not obsessed by politics. It is fascinating how few references there are to the politics of the time. This, to my mind, is strange. We live in an age of pretenders, of petty democrats and demagogues and fascist wannabes. If there ever was a time for Bond villains, it would have been during the days of the Caesars, especially those between Julius and Nero. These guys shaped the world in their image. Israel was not exempt. In Israel we had the Sea of Tiberias, Caesarea, the Herodians appointed by Rome, Pilate, the governor of Judea, and so on. Aside from place names and political influence, Rome tends to be portrayed in a variety of ways in the New Testament, from positive, such as the story of the centurion, 
found in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 7, verses 1 to 10, to an ambiguous portrayal, such as Acts, chapter 23, to a negative portrayal, Matthew, chapter 27. Unlike the Hebrew Bible, especially in Daniel, Ezekiel, and Jeremiah, there is little discussion of political machinations, prophecies, or political figures. It is as if politics is completely irrelevant now. The New Testament writers are interested in the bigger pictures, the bigger picture, the one behind the puppet master, and the crucial question was, has he been defeated? The answer is not what you might think. Two things are certain. The death of Jesus changed the cosmic order, and those who turn to faith in God through Christ are rescued from the power of Satan. Jesus tells Paul in Acts chapter 27, verses 7 to 18, I will rescue you from your people and from the nations, to whom I am sending you to open their eyes, that they may turn from darkness to light, and from the power of Satan to God, so that they may receive forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. The grand villain has a name. He has power, and most Christians don't believe he exists. Remember, freedom matters today because you matter to God. Join me tomorrow for another episode of Freedom from Fear.